So let's say you're into yoga or Pilates, or maybe you dabble in gymnastics like me. Either way, you know being flexible is key to doing what you love. That's why Smoothie King created this stretch and flex smoothie for people like us with whole fruits and organic veggies, plus type 2 collagen. Make it part of your daily fitness routine to support flexibility and joint health. So try the stretch and flex smoothie in tart cherry or pineapple kale. Order online today for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. Here's the thing. When it comes to food safety, hair is unpleasant to find. But trust mm-hmm. me, hair is the least of your worries. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to get that guy. You guys, we missed that whole segment. I think we didn't ever, no one ever got to hear the story of the uh, the guy that talking about making cheese out of, mm-hmm. um, oh, what was that? <laughs> the one weirdo that came to you talking about, I make cheese. And made, makes his own out cheese. Of, like, yeah. Bread oh. and cheese. Water or whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, he, he makes cheese by pouring milk over bread and sitting it on the counter. I'm like, that's not cheese. Okay. Not cheese. No. That's <laughs> not cheese. And I actually said that to him. He's like, well, then what is it? And I go, not cheese. I don't know, but that's not cheese. Anything but cheese. everybody it's march 7th in america and we are the utah outcasts this is pod hell media's flagship uncensored and unabashedly firebrand atheist podcast coming at you from the foxholes in the land of zion you know atheists and foxholes i see what i did there uh, where we lampoon all of the religious right attempt to bring you some news that you might have missed and generally entertain all of you fine folks out there in the world so if you're a new listener welcome but you might want to grab some headphones because this uh this show works hard to get its explicit tags so you've been warned uh, for those of you that are repeat listeners, let us hear from you. Hit us up via email at mailbag at utahoutcast.com, or if you want to text or leave us a voicemail, do so via our number at 347-669-3377. For everything else, there's always our social media, and we're on a bunch. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, in- Instagram, and YouTube, where you can find us as Utah Outcast. And if you guys find yourself really agreeing with the show and having a giggle at our antics, please make sure you leave us a five-star rating on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, or any other aggregator that you catch us through. And if uh, you're one of the near 50 subscribers on YouTube, we only need one more, people. Uh, thanks for tuning in. We'd love it if you'd leave a comment or give us a thumbs up or subscribe. So joining me on the panel this episode are my usual awesome co-hosts, Felicia Entwistle and Kyle Steenblick. Welcome, you. Hello. How was your week? Hello. It was a fine week. And the weather is beautiful. Except today. It got really fucking weird. But no one wants No, no, no. Today was thunderstorms. My yeah. favorite. Yay. And our special guest joining us for the entire show is Ruben Oneout from the Flying Spaghetti Mormon podcast. How are you doing, sir? I am doing excellent. Um, if you haven't heard, already heard of their show, go and uh, subscribe to it for, for newbies. And I'm not talking shit on you guys. You guys are new to the podcasting scene. It's a really we well-produced show. You guys do an excellent job there. Oh, uh, thank so you. So really, Ruben, tell the lovely audience where they might be able to find you guys. Yeah, so me and my co-host, Levi Leuven. We run the oh, flying. Oh, I get it now. Yeah, dude. <laughs> both both of them are pseudonyms that are sexual. <laughs> you know how long it took me to get no illusions? 
Hey, that Heath Enright, that one's a harder, harder one to get. But. Oh, I didn't even. I thought that was his real fucking name. No, oh, dude. <laughs> Sorry, where can oh, they find your podcast? Yeah, so we are the Flying Spaghetti Mormon podcast. You can find us on the web at flyingspaghettimormon.com. And we're also on Facebook and Twitter and Stitcher. Who knows I just what found else? you on Stitcher. Stitcher. I just found yeah. you on Stitcher. Yep. So check us and out. You are we now added. Awesome. <laughs> yes. We got one more uh one more stat on our, our list. But we're essentially a atheistic leading show that deals with Mormon news stories every other week. You should be jumping up by the tens after this one. That's going to be great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude. Uh, that's why I came on there. Um, build up those listeners. I need Our to five say, listeners. I'm yeah. just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, oh, we love you. If we have listeners that think that sometimes that we go a bit light on Utah news in favor of more like national stories, uh, Ruben and Levi definitely have you covered. Uh, they talk mainly oh, yeah. about their lives as apostates from the Mormons. They inextricably end up talking about our fair state fairly often because, you know, mm-hmm. Mormons Mormon. in Utah. Yep. Mm, geez, <laughs> like my dad says, there are too many damn Mormons in Utah. There and that's are... coming from a Mormon yeah. himself. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to I'm going to go out there and say, yeah, there's a lot of Mormons here, but there's a lot of non. It's just that the church has so much power because of the legislature and everything that it's not so much that we have too many Mormons is that they have too much power. So, uh, seriously, go listen to them. Add them to your queue of shows. You won't be disappointed. And uh, sadly, we have no Levi, but that's, that's good for Ruben because uh, that gives him license to talk as much shit as he wants. I don't, no, definitely. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, we, we talk a lot of shit on the podcast, but now that he's not here, I can totally... That asshole it. Levi. Fuck that guy. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and he makes weird faces. Am I right? <laughs> I have no idea what I'm talking about. Uh, so yeah. let's get caught up with what we've been doing for the week. I don't know about the rest of you, but uh, me having the last couple of days off this week uh, has been, I mean, not having the last couple of days off, but the last couple of days being super warm has really lifted my spirits. I'm not the kind of guy to get like the seasonal attention or whatever the hell it is, disorder. Seasonal depressive disorder. And mm-hmm. hi, that's me. But it's it's me been too. super <laughs> nice to go outside and not have to wear a fucking coat and not get blasted by the wind and, you know, having to deal with I've shit, specifically but... taken time to sit in the sunlight but it's uh it's great because my kids are cooped up all fucking like winter long so now that they go outside and play it's like great all that noise is out of my house it's really <laughs> <laughs> X, i don't know what you're talking about it's been over 60 degrees for like the last two or three months down here in dallas <laughs> yeah but that's in dallas i mean we may joke about utah getting to be ball soupy sometimes but fucking, oh, at God, least we don't it's... have to deal with the humidity yeah, yeah. the summers are literally hell yeah i can't do it i i visited uh san antonio in the summer one time and we went to sea world and i was just hot the whole fucking time i'm like this yep. sucks oh, this <laughs> yeah when i was in vermont over in in august mm-hmm. uh it, it vermont is right near the lakes and it's just it's just moist muggy yeah yep and uh I got through the first tent of the Cheesemakers Festival and I hit a limit and I went, can't do it. So I sat on the lawn and drank white wine, which is not my normal go-to. But it was fabulous. But yeah, the humidity will kill you. But it's been real nice and I'm I'm glad that the the spring is here and – but. Ruben, you spent some time here, so you know that like yeah. spring and fall are like the like the best seasons, especially in Utah. Oh, absolutely! It's fucking gorgeous here in that time. But uh, yeah, we're only weeks away from it being hot as balls again, and 
That's okay. I'll be hanging out. I don't out even a- fucking care. You guys are going to hear me talk about going to Lagoon a lot more often, like <laughs> I always fucking talk about. Wait, do you actually go to the Lagoon Water Park? Yeah. Huh. Well, I, I never did. I Lagoon Water Park. I, I go, I go mainly right. for the roller coasters and shit, but right. the, the water park part is okay, but not for little kids. It's no, it's really not good for little kids. Well, I don't know. Um, my parents got me in swimming lessons really young, and I took to it. So, like, yeah. just, you know how some kids take to swimming better than others? I just did. Yeah, but one so. dad, three kids, and a park that they could spread out in no that's oh yeah no my parents my parents stopped watching me in the in the water since i was like five they were like she's fine (laughs) but my other siblings both nearly drowned at that age so well i have three younger siblings uh one just is fairly inactive so i guess he just didn't just didn't swim i don't really remember him being a big swimmer i could be wrong uh because i'm 11 years older than him so i missed a lot um i missed a lot (laughs) <laughs> but uh, the the other two both nearly drowned. <laughs> I love them both dearly. Um, but yet uh, neither one of them just didn't take to it like I did. Especially the my my younger brother who was afraid of frogs. That's funny. Yep. So <laughs> well, Felicia, I know you got some amazing news for the week that you can, yes! you can tell people ah! about. I'm so, so, so excited. So tomorrow, Monday, the day this show comes out, so today, I guess, for you listeners, um, is my last day as a cheesemonger. Um, It's been a crazy week, but I now work for Jeff Bell from The Left Show, so that's pretty fucking amazing. It's actually, I, I can't go into too much detail, and I will not, but it's actually a pretty amazing opportunity for me, and it's such a great thing, like, to be working on, like, yeah, I'm so excited. And um, so in this last week, I got to cut my last wheel of par. I got to crack into a brand new wheel of Parmigiano Reggiano, uh, which is so great because you can't really time that shit too perfectly. So I got to crack one last wheel of Parmigiano Reggiano, which is exhausting, but I'm so glad I did. And I got to make uh, two batches of mozzarella. Um, which I mean, I can still make mozzarella on my own, but uh, not. It's just easier since you're working well, at a well, cheese counter. Well, not ten <laughs> pounds of it. Like, well, actually, I would have preferred to make twenty pounds, but I got shorted on my order. Um, the bastards. Yeah, they the our distributor under ordered the mozzarella curd, so, and it's got a short shelf life, so you can only really work with what you got. Like, mm-hmm. um, but I got to make my last ten pounds of mozzarella. And uh, I pride myself on my mozzarella. So, uh, but um, yeah, it's you know I'm I'm so excited about this new opportunity. Um, it's it's yeah, it's huge. It's amazing, and I'm going to be working ten hour days like constantly. And that's what she said. <laughs> it's huge. <laughs> it's huge. That's not what she um, said. That's no. But no, I have. Not. But uh, <laughs> that's it. No, I'm finance deputy for this this new job, and I have negotiated quote unquote uh a secondary title of chief cheese consultant <laughs> <laughs> you just made yourself more work don't you don't even realize oh no the cheese is for me like oh. let's be honest you get a cheese budget that'd be funny that'd be amazing <laughs> but i do plan on keeping cheese in that 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 office fridge all the time well they say it is like hard drugs you know <laughs> it's uh, yeah, that's so funny. I know. Ooh. 
I know you're tired of hearing that one. <laughs> yeah, I do too. <laughs> and I also get really I'm I'm glad I don't have to hear the stupid fucking joke. You cutting the cheese back there. Ah <laughs> really? Wow, really? People wow. really really wow. constantly. <laughs> uh, constantly. I fucking hate humanity sometimes. Wow. I they'd say that all the time. Uh cutting the cheese. Yes. Literally. That's not funny anymore. I actually got to the point with customers, and I never got one complaint. So I just would go, ha! That's the thousandth time I've heard that joke. And they just go, <laughs> oh, I guess it's not that clever. Now, Kyle, no, it was uh, not clever. <laughs> it was pretty interesting to hear you talking about the, the Satanic Temple on uh, yeah, Nerd Dome was... podcast this week. That was pretty funny. <laughs> that was funny. Until they went into their, like, second hour of talking about the fucking X-Men. Oh, God. Oh, oh. I mean, as interesting as that was, um, and for anybody who you can tell me that know, they edited shit out. <laughs> <laughs> no, they actually didn't. Uh, so on the Nerd Dome podcast, uh, where you can find Kyle as a uh, panelist, yeah, where you can find me as a a a frequent a frequent panelist and a uh, member of the Pothill Media Network. So mm-hmm. Pothill.com. Yes. good friends over there. Uh, they they decided to have some fun and and open up. Uh, open up the show to questions. Oh, <laughs> and somebody somebody said, "Ha ha! Can you give me a uh, a detailed breakdown of, of the lineage of the of Summers the, family of the 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 Summers family from X Men?" That's Scott Summers. Scott Summers, aka Cyclops. <laughs> like, ah, this is this is obviously a joke. Yeah, no, no, they did. We we what four pages? Three we had pages one deep? guy. One guy. Yeah, he he wrote three pages of notes going through the details of this family. <laughs> Wait, is is he Mormon? Like doing the whole oh. genealogical thing? Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> Why does he know that? Because <laughs> <laughs> he's a comic Cause nerd. Because he, he is he is actually currently working his way through, uh, beginning to end, the complete. X-Men comic series. Wow. Good Why? hell. It is Why? uh yeah. Wow. It is and he is he is dead set on doing it in order. Fuck, man. No. Just <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> no. That, you don't need to read comics that are that old. No. There's yeah, so no, much that has changed. Oh, he's he's doing it. He's doing it. Yeah, oh, so man. it was like 45 minutes. Yeah. It was like it was a 45 <laughs> minute breakdown. <laughs> I was doing some work uh, with the family, yeah. listening to it, and I'm like, mm-hmm. "Are they fucking? They're still talking about." This. <laughs> oh, we well, were having such a hard time. We were having such a hard time with it. <laughs> it was entertaining, though. <laughs> well, we JC listen. and I on the left show went into a whole uh, his- history lesson on religion in America on the left show, so I that's can't a, judge too that's much. JC Carter from the greatest podcast in the world, I think, is what they call it nowadays. What hold three twenty two? The world's greatest comic book mm-hmm. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> It is a great show. It's another defense. It, it media. is a great show they have. Yeah, that mm-hmm. is defendant. Yeah. But he yeah. was on the left show this week, and so him and I went to this whole like history of religion in America thing. So anyway. You mean, you mean how it used nice. to be a non influence and then it became the fucking influence and now mm-hmm. it's crashing again? So <laughs> Well, uh he was talking about how religion uh, that that religious affiliation was much higher back in the day in the nineteen fifties when America was at mm-hmm. its most affluent. And I said, yes, people were identifying more as religion, but religiosity itself was way, way lower than it is now. And he goes, okay, that's true. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Oh yeah. You just identified because that's if what you, you didn't, did. That's just what you were. Yeah, I, that's what you were because otherwise I you were a commie. I've gone to church, but I would have been like, yeah, I'm a Catholic. But that's like, I get just because that's what I was born into, and that's that's hmm. seriously how like the Swedes do it and everything. They're like, oh yeah, we don't actually believe there's a God, but I'm a Catholic, but I don't believe there's a God. Like <laughs> it's that's more of the culture. Yeah. yeah, because it's, that's it's just culture and the weekly wine do. and cracker. You know. So right, Ruben, but, what about you? How was your week, man? Is, is this there? the up and down part or is this? Oh, no, this is just <laughs> the how are you doing part. Oh, okay. this, is, this is how you doing. Outside of work, things have been pretty good. That's and good. <laughs> I'm on this show, which is awesome. I've been Yay. a fan for the last couple months. And yeah, now I'm actually on it. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> as long as we don't disappoint, that'll be great. Uh, let's oh. see. We had the Atheist of Utah Gala that happened and I missed it <laughs> and we didn't get to talk about it. Yeah, I heard it was fucking a smashing fucking success. It was. Everybody. Oh my God, Kyle, you can ask. It was. An it amazing was. Night. Yeah, it was an amazing night. Yeah, it was ser- seriously. Um, special thanks to Kyle and his beautiful, amazing, gorgeous, mm-hmm. just, just fabulous, intelligent, wonderful wife, Carly. Uh, <laughs> I think she's just, a fan. I really like her. <laughs> um, but they they stayed late to help us clean up like uh-huh. and and they they were compensated somewhat <laughs> uh, <laughs> they got but, to take home beer <laughs> yeah, <laughs> donated beer from amazing epic, epic brewery, brewery. Yeah. uh no it was just uh i can't believe how incredible that night was it was actually the most successful financially and well attended gala of 80s of utah ever oh yeah oh yeah that that auction rack it just raked it in yeah how much do we have do we have final numbers? We do not have final numbers, but the that low, means it's, that's good because if <laughs> it takes that long to count. <laughs> well, it, it it takes that long to count because uh, the board members have jobs and lives to live, mm-hmm. and so. Um, but base numbers are thirty eight hundred dollars from the silent auction alone going wow. to Planned Parenthood in the name of Gary, Gary Herbert. Herbert. Nice. <laughs> Yeah, thirty eight hundred dollars, you guys. That is no small number. Like, yeah, you, guys, you guys hit a friendly atheist blog on Patheos. Yeah. Yes, we did. Uh, do mm-hmm. for my my interview with City Weekly. He shared it, and we actually got one hundred thirty dollars mm-hmm. in donations from him. Just from that. oh, nice. Just wow. from that. So wow. yeah, cool. it's amazing. Uh, one of them was earmarked just for Planned Parenthood, which we'll gladly sure. take. Gladly, yeah. Um, thank you. So. So proud of our attendees and our members and just just the amazing people that came. Um, so now that that's over, you know what that means, right? It's time to start pushing for pride. Yes. Yeah. Oh, trust me. <laughs> we are fully, fully aware. Um, there's a couple people, uh, the beautiful and amazing and a wonderful and intelligent and charming couple, Kyle and Carly, who have already mm-hmm. volunteered for the pride committee. Yay. Yeah. Yay! Um, trust me, we are going to need you. <laughs> we have no idea what we're getting into. We are going to chew you. We're going to do it anyway. Look, even Drago, I will break you. Numbers, we we take what we can. We we take whatever time you can give, um, but we we do need help, yeah. um, uh, especially because Dan Ellis and Grant. his and, and Tracy, his wife, are mm-hmm. going to the Reason Rally. Yeah. So jealous. Jerk. So jealous. You're that Dan, um, you're a jerk. You get to go to something cool, man. Yeah. I, yeah. Probably, I, mean, I they're, could probably. They're like right in there helping us get ready. So I can't fault them too I much because they're going to do all the prep work <laughs> uh, because they're amazing. Uh, but yeah, this this gala, I 
like I think back on it, it was one of the most amazing events I've ever attended, and I had to MC. Like, <laughs> uh, so I the only people who I talked to were the people who like actively sought me out and were like, "I'm talking to you now," and that includes Kyle and Carly and William, my boyfriend. Like, he had to like find me throughout the night. <laughs> like, she's busy. I'm gonna do this. You're like, you would like just find me, and I'm like, good because I want to hang out with you. So it was it was so much fun. So, I t- I talked I talked to several fans of the show. Yay. I'm glad that people I know. love this show. So we're about halfway into the the first segment, so that means it's time for some motherfucking news. And Felicia just finished her first cup on the show, on the show. I mean, uh, we're not talking the about show. the on the show, you know. But she's this, almost done. This is the wine I opened tonight, and um, yes, I am feeling it. So I'm feeling chatty. So <laughs> the first news item that I have here is Ben Carson has finally suspended his campaign. Yay! Finally, finally. so it took him long enough. The clown car is now a sedan, you know. I think we're I think we're down to five, I believe. We have Cruz, yeah. Rubio, Trump, and Kasich. Kasich! Uh-huh. Kasich seems like the rational moderate. How the fuck did this happen? I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I'm not, I don't I, know. I, I... <laughs> so Carson announced that he is also going to be serving as the national chair of, quote-unquote, My Faith Votes, a group that mm-hmm. encourages Christians to vote. God! They're... Even... Okay. Uh, invisible boobies in front mm-hmm. of me. Mm-hmm. Even mm-hmm. though I am leaving the campaign trail, I will still be heavily <laughs> involved. There's a lot of people who love me. They just won't vote for me, but that's okay. Kyle, you're going to make... <laughs> Wait, he said that? He said that. I, I, I am... I've been drinking. Um, yeah, such an idiot. <laughs> you're going to make me throw things. I'm going to throw things. Son of a I was bitch. I was gonna make a joke guy. about him going to join like Herman Cain and do something else, but I'm like, no, that's probably gonna be racist. Yeah, I don't want to say that. No. <laughs> he wouldn't. He wouldn't. He wouldn't link up with Herman Cain. No, Herman. Her, Cain. Herman Cain's way too high strung for for Carson. <laughs> probably end up trying to stab him, <laughs> like he didn't do. Mm. No, mm-hmm. no, he didn't. No, he wouldn't because he's the most boring, the slowest, the slowest stab ever. At the at the CPAC, he said he Carson advised the remaining candidates to be civil. <laughs> Come on, guys, just be nice to each other, please. Just be nice. <laughs> that and said, Carson was one of the nicest. He, of the he was. He definitely didn't like take it person like to personal levels with a lot of these yeah. people. Uh, no, but, he he like, didn't. He just couldn't keep up. And also at the CPAC, we had uh, Mitt Romney come on and uh, giving oh, a speech uh, about oh. how uh, he was attacking Donald Trump and the, the candidates who participated in the primary debate because they were taunting each other on stage. And, and oh. essentially, like, Donald Trump actually got on air, like, national fucking television and told mm-hmm. people about his giant cock, which, yeah. you know, if you're talking about it, <laughs> you don't got one. Yeah. Really. No, he definitely has a micro penis. No. He oh, definitely. I've has seen that oil painting. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, maybe, yeah. maybe if he lost some weight, he'd get an inch or so. But I, I don't. No, no. If he'd you, have like you, four inches. If you need to talk about it, if you have to talk about it, you don't got it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, not at all, and you know it. <laughs> I love that there was no context for that at all. I know we couldn't hear his off-camera <laughs> comment there. <laughs> So and that, uh, how creepy was how how just creepy and gross feeling was it to agree with Romney? Yeah, he said oh. that uh, they must understand that we the Republicans are not each other's enemies, and we cannot afford to give the Democrats all of this ammunition, which is what they did during that whole fucking convention. Yeah. 
<laughs> and on top of that, you're seeing the rise of like, I swear to Christ, it's like uh, you're seeing the rise of the Third Reich with with Donald uh -huh. Trump. Okay, the, did you, did the, you rallies see the similarities are, scary, are way too terrifyingly similar. Did you see the whole salute, raise your right arm thing? Yes, yes, yes. I saw it. Oh, yes, God. I saw it. And I saw them like har haranguing all of these reporters uh -huh. and kicking out mm -hmm. a black girl that was in there. Uh -huh. you know, no, they did like, not kick her out. They shoved, they shoved her and her. yelled in her face. She was 17 <laughs> years old. Oh, yeah. She was getting assaulted on her way out. That was. <laughs> yeah, the people who did that are, are not faring very well, at least the ones who were caught on camera. Yeah, that Marine. Yeah, I'm going to throw <laughs> shit. Yeah. Yeah. This is, this is, there are people doing this and they think it's okay and there's there's too many voting for this fucker <laughs> well yeah when when uh romney like when you wish that romney was in the race you know something is wrong <laughs> right. yeah bought right. to join like, the race uh -huh. yep yeah i think we're gonna see more from his son in the future Sadly. Oh God, he's so creepy. Which which son? There's like Josh five Romney. of them. <laughs> There's like five of them, but Josh, they're all so creepy. The, the, the they're one, all the, the well, one that's getting interchangeable, aren't they? The one that's getting Pretty way much. too fucking involved in yes. local politics here and buying all yeah. sorts of fucking real estate, and mm. he was one of the people that was trying to get the uh, point of the mountain moved so that he can make more money. Mm -hmm. Wait, how do you move the point of a mountain? Oh, oh no, the, the prison. Yeah. The prison. right uh, before the you, prison. Yeah, got it. Right before you get to Orem. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's see. What else do I have here? Super Tuesday happened. Yeah. And while uh, media outlets of the world would have you believe that it's all over for Bernie, nope. uh, I feel like we have to remind people close. that no matter who wins the, the nomination of the DNC, it's exponentially better for us to vote for a Dem over mm -hmm. one of the thugs on the right. Oh, jeez. But with that being said, Bernie didn't get as huge of a showing as we were expecting, but we also realized that those were the southern states. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, he won Maine tonight. Oh, yeah, he won. Mm -hmm. yeah, he won Maine. Uh, uh, he won a couple of them. So they would he have. Won, he's won enough to still be. He's in good standing. Still, he's yeah. Still he's in very good standing. Yeah, but the media says it's all over. Which yeah, is... because that's <laughs> stupid. That's because they're uh, they're counting they're counting the delegates. Right. The super delegates. The super delegates. Sorry, the super delegates right. Which you know mm -hmm. they're like a fart in a convertible. They can go anywhere. Right. Um, well, and they before the race they all said, "Well, I, well, we're going for." For the the we're gonna pick the, the, the name, front runner, you know, yeah, the front the, runner, the the person who's starting the race ahead. That's what they did with Obama and Hil with Hillary mm -hmm. and Obama last time. Like yeah. they all they all Debbie, swapped once the DNC Debbie happened. Wasserman Schultz. I hate her. Debbie mm -hmm. Schultz. Yeah, fuck she's her. done a yeah. fucking terrible oh, yeah. job with the DNC. Terrible. No, job. she she is doing everything she can to get Hillary, which is just completely and entirely unethical. Unethical. Yeah. So, Isn't that the point you, of the superdelegates is so the DNC can pick who they want? Yeah, pretty yep. much. So, and the, uh, <laughs> yeah. the what, what's funny is that everybody thinks, oh, she won this state. She won that state. She won this state. She won that state. Like, okay, that's fine. But they're not mm -hmm. winner take all. No, they're not. No, there are actually realizing. very few winner take all. Yeah. So these, the, all the these delegates were split almost 50-50 for most of the states that she won. Only them. a couple yeah. was she like really ahead in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she wasn't even yeah. really. Yeah. When you she factor like, out the superdelegates, Bernie's only behind by like, 50 to 100. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. something completely mm -hmm. Which is one state. It was, one, like it was one 190, but state. he, I mean, we haven't even gotten to California yet, which has a ungodly amount of delegates there. Right. And isn't that one winner take all? I, I don't remember, honestly. I don't, yeah. I, was Florida settled in this one on Super Tuesday or no? I don't think that was settled. Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, yeah I don't. I can't remember. Vote, no. Them old people are going to vote for Bernie. 
Bernie is on <laughs> the side of the Bernie. elderly. Finally. He's on fire. <laughs> the dude can't lose. And there's William. <laughs> Do not disagree yes. with us, goddammit. <laughs> he can't hear you. He can't hear me. Hey. Uh, let's yes. see. I have a uh, fun um, little news item that we have from uh, from Huffington Post about a Arizona state representative by the name of Juan Mendez, a Democrat uh-huh. in Arizona, amazingly. So each session of the state House of Representatives, they they are required to begin the session with a prayer. Like literally required. And uh, Mendez is an atheist. Mm-hmm. <gasps> so, we have so few. Yeah, and awesome. so members of the House <laughs> in can, office, there's they can plenty all, of us. They can all sign up to lead the morning prayer, and he's uh he's tried to as well. Uh, but for years he's been denied the chance to lead out of concern that he wouldn't mention God in his remarks. So he's been turned down a lot. Mm-hmm. So on this past Thursday, he was finally able to deliver his own version of a prayer when a colleague offered up his slot. And so he expressed gratitude uh, during his invocation. He said, for the pluralistic society that he represented, as well as the beauty of our multicultural state that reflects our diversity of color, of heritage, of religion, and lack thereof. He nice. encouraged lawmakers to accept each other for our differences and suggested that religious religious faith isn't necessary it necessarily a prerequisite for having a moral compass. Bam. Mm-hmm. And here's more quotes from him. We do not need, uh, we need not tomorrow's promise of reward to do good deeds today. For while some may seek the assistance of a higher power with hands in the air, there are those of us that are prepared to assist directly with our hands to the earth. Whoa. Take these words to heart as we move this great state of Arizona forward. It is our responsibility to honor the Constitution and the secular equality it brings, and so shall it be. And so for that little round of uh, stuff that he, he said, the House Majority Leader, Steve Montenegro, an asshole because he's a Christian <laughs> minister, of uh, course. those words didn't suffice for him. Uh-huh. So he uh, he's taken the position that all prayers must include a reference to a higher power, which Mendez's didn't. God so, damn it! Shit! <laughs> fuck God! What's he sizzling That's fine. back there? Haven't sizzling some meat? God, he hasn't, hasn't hasn't Arizona already lost this argument more than once now? Yeah. So Montenegro called upon a reverend. His name was Mark Mucklow, who was actually there at the conference to fulfill mm-hmm. the criteria. And uh, Mucklow said, "At least, at least, let one voice today say thank you." God bless you and bless your families for the time you sacrifice and are away from them and here at night, blah, 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 blah. Father, give back to them that time. Multiply it back to them, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Harmony in Jesus' name, mm-hmm. we pray, blah, blah, blah. You know, just the, the typical mm-hmm. fucking hook, line, and sinker of uh, Christian privilege prayer that they give you. Yeah. So I, I don't even dare to say it all, but it ends with an amen. <laughs> So, um, with that, Montenegro declared that the official business could begin. So he interrupted the atheist and said, "No, no, 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 no. We need to have we need to have some uh, Jesus juice in here. Come here, come here, come here." And so the guy comes in and does this whole, "Our Heavenly Father," you know, whatever. Uh, uh, so the the Republicans <laughs> said that Mendez's behavior was nothing less than an attack on their faith. What? It wasn't. What? Yeah. Uh, and one of the people, his name was uh, Mark Fincham, a Republican, said, mm-hmm. I'm saddened and offended that a member of this body would knowingly disregard our call for prayer and for our house rules. What? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fucking prick. Man. And he went on to argue that the 
quote unquote Republican form of government came uh-huh. out of the book of Exodus. That's no, uh, Texas uh, level uh, shit right there. <laughs> that no, is no. What did you just say? Uh-uh. That is that is like America being founded by Moses shit exactly. that they're talking about. Oh, fucking That's the Texas it. thing. Oh, Yay, Texas. Uh, Yay, Texas. Board of Education bullshit. Fuck. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> so, uh, State Representative Kelly Townsend, another Republican, was similarly upset, saying she took offense at some of Mendez's words. It's how not, do you take offense really? at that? Inclusive... How do you take offense to like? There's people who don't believe too. Yeah, there's, there's people that instead how do you of going take offense to that, instead of going, please God help us, you have the atheist going, how can I help you? you know? <laughs> no, that's super offensive. That's so, super offensive. It's not time to be proselytizing, even if you're proselytizing something that's not a religion. She said, Jesus. "What? What? <laughs> right, he wasn't proselytizing. He actually wasn't no. at all." No, no, not, not, no. not you put me up there, I'd be like, hey, hi, you're all wrong. Hey, your religion's bullshit. <laughs> you and I do, I just say it just like, I like prayers all the time. And that isn't, isn't saying a prayer kind of some form of proselytization. Yeah, I believe so. No, it so. is absolutely proselytization. Yeah, it is. It, yeah. Wow. Mm. So I I just find it really hilarious that this is the kind of shit that happens to atheists that are in office. <laughs> Oh my God. This is people. Yeah, will you? <laughs> what do you do? I didn't see it. I'm trying to do a show over here, William. God damn it! You do flick water at the camera. No, he just held up a, a Trump 2016 sign. No, he didn't. I was gonna say, hopefully, he didn't flash any meat. Fuck. <laughs> you're gonna need to. You're, yeah, you're gonna need to blur that one out. Yeah. Yeah, you might need to. That was offensive. That was offensive, William. What was he doing back there? I'm gonna mute your damn microphone. Bacon, bacon. So loud. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> so, uh, once again, there is an atheist presence at CPAC, and this is from uh, Heaven mm-hmm. Meta. Good. Uh, for the second straight year, American atheists has had a presence at CPAC. Uh, Dave Silverman said last year that conservatism, mm-hmm. with a small c, you know, not the, uh, the, the Reagan conservatism out there, mm-hmm. doesn't have to be synonymous with Christianity. And that no, there's a value in getting your unpopular views in front of a crowd that, by their own logic, ought to support the constitutional separation between church and state. Mm-hmm. I agree. And so American Atheist was there uh, promoting the Atheist Voter Campaign, which we had one guy that was actually mentioned in this article here in Salt Lake to give us a little chat about it. Um, Nick Fish, who mm-hmm. was talking about, you know. Uh, for those that missed it when he was talking here, he's saying that if you get the, the we have the atheist voter block and the non voter block is actually as big as the evangelical Christians. In it fact, is. Yes. is. Yes. Even here in Utah, I would argue. Yeah, mm-hmm. I believe so, too. So uh, let's see. What did he say here? Uh, Nothing is proven so divisive and corrosive to the movement of the deliberate efforts of the LGBT. Oh, I'm sorry. This is the uh, this is a, a person from the. The American Society for the Defense of Tradition, Family, and Property. Uh, That's okay. actually somebody's organization. The American Society for the Defense of Tradition, Family, and Property. That acronym sucks balls. Yeah, yeah that, that's the worst thing I've heard. That's... Tez de... There you go. Yeah, it doesn't even work, you idiots. Come on. <laughs> Better uh, they, acronyms. They put out a statement condemning the CPAC organizers for allowing American atheists and the log cabin Republicans, which I don't understand how you can be an LGBT person that is for the Republican Party. Look, I don't understand how you can be I, an I can understand, I can understand fiscal conservatism, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, fair enough. That. Fair <laughs> enough. But I don't understand. They always say that but- they're fiscally conservative, but they're willing to give more to the military. I don't understand that shit. Um, <laughs> so anyway, the, the quote from the people from the, the that Taz group uh, said that nothing, however, has proven so divisive and corrosive to the movement as the deliberate efforts of the LGBT and atheist activists to be accepted as bona fide conservatives and the naivete of those who would view them as such. Well, okay. Oh, we want to be accepted. Conservatism, conservatism, historically speaking, was actually more separate from church and state than the Democrats now. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, 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 no. The Democrats now are more representative of separation of church and state. But uh, historically, it was the Republicans, it was the conservatives who were like, give that shit just so separate, it's ridiculous. In the fun with real audio coming up soon, we are going to talk about this some more. Oh, good. Uh, So let's see, what else did they have to say? Uh, Naivete, I just lost my, my text here, hang on. Why did I scroll down? God damn it. We repeatedly protested together with other upstanding conservative organizations calling on conservative leaders to stand firm. We call upon the uh, the American Conservative Union to rescind its welcoming of organizations like the Log Cabin Republicans and atheist voters as sponsors and exhibitors. Doing so would show consistency with the word conservative in its name. No, sorry. No, that's, no, that's just wrong. Mm-hmm. Wrong, 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 wrong. Yes, it's absolutely incorrect. And so, for the record, no one's suggesting that American Atheist is a conservative group, nor do you have to be one in order to sponsor a fucking table at CPAC. It's like buying right. a table at comic American Atheist is not a conservative nor a progressive group. No. They are right. just for the separation of church and state, which is an important mm-hmm. issue for all Americans. I know so many people think that's a threat on their religious liberty, but they do not understand how deeply, truly, separation of church and state is a protection of their religious liberty. I, I bet you at CPAC there was somebody from Winder Dairy there. And I also <laughs> bet that there was somebody there selling doTERRA oils and mm-hmm. and uh, Tupperware. There has to be a Tupperware table no matter what convention it is. Well, you got to have the Tupperware to keep your oils in. Oh, and so. Scentsy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you have to have Scentsy, too. I forgot about that. <laughs> oh. Well, th- those booths should be at every convention. Oh, they are. I mean, every really? Comic-Con I've been to, they're fucking there. <laughs> well, yeah, that's to kill the smell. Which is <laughs> which is a welcome, a welcome thing. It is a welcome. Just, just throw your essential oils to, at them, please. They need, they, need to, they need to be required to have fans the power of bathing it across you. the convention floors. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we make fun of our geek friends, but we love you. <laughs> I, I work. Oh, man costume so so i mean i could go on and on and on about this but i think we're almost at that point let me see we're we're a couple minutes out so we can squeeze in one more story you guys have a choice between a teacher who led students out of religious assembly going to be fired and Hmm. over racism or i actually i think that's the last one yeah that is the last story we have yay how about that so um at paul lawrence dunbar middle school uh for innovation in lynchburg virginia of course. A white teacher, and it's important, uh, interrupted a Black History Month assembly and told the kids to leave the auditorium with them. Isn't that the best name of a city? <laughs> Lynchburg. It absolutely is, yes. So, the um, fuck did you just say? <laughs> <laughs> it's a great city name, Lynchburg. <laughs> the city of lynching. Yeah, no, that's it has, Lynchburg is terrible. Lynchburg is terrible. But and it's a great setting for this story. Too. Yes. So a letter was sent home to all parents explaining the problem. And this is what it said in the letter. 
Uh, during the assembly, an employee interrupted the program by going to the microphone on the stage during the singing performance to express his offense with this portion of the program and offered the students an opportunity to leave the auditorium with him. So it appears that the teacher, Jason Tyree, may lose his job over this, given the community reaction saying that it's racist. Uh, even the former Lynchburg mayor, Carl Hutcherson Jr., asked the school board to fire him. What did he do that was so wrong? Well, let's see. Uh, the real story, according to a number of the students that were there, uh, Liberty University Praise Group was there singing. And what were they singing? Christian music. Oh! Ah. So he understood that this was a violation of the church-state separation, and he spoke mm -hmm. up to let students know that if they didn't have that they didn't have to sit through this if they didn't want to. Yeah, so that's one true. of the uh, one of the students by the name of Delaney Taylor mm -hmm. uh, began a petition in Tyree's defense. There was a choir group that who did skits about Black history, but what they did not let any of the students or parents know is that they would be singing about God. Mr. Tyree is a good teacher for doing something about it and going on stage announcing. If anyone is offended by this, you may leave the auditorium to come with me in the gym. Meaning that if this is against anyone's religion, you can leave to come with me into the gym. So they're lynching this guy, which is <laughs> why Ruben said that. <laughs> so because they're saying that he's racist because he's a white guy that broke up a black history assembly when he was uh, actually no. doing his fucking job as a teacher. Yeah. Now, I thought you were saying that he was going to go with this whole white privilege thing like no, 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 no. this black history month is racist no. which it's, it's not it's a twist no so i thought that's where you were going with it turns out no <laughs> no the, he's a good no. guy for the and i i'm personally of the belief that christianity is a straight up harm to black americans and is what kept them in bondage for so many goddamn years it yeah. still keeps them yeah still it still keeps them in in so much oppression it's christianity is them accepting their position i'm gonna mm -hmm. contact the guy Bullshit. From angry black rants guy i can't remember his name but i, I have to ishmael i can't remember his i mean i can't speak for this on. because i'm not one of our black friends but it just it bothers me on the level Mm -hmm. And uh, so, yeah, this teacher getting up there and going, oh, yeah, you don't have to pay attention to God shit. That actually, you it's know, what? It's if, if that had happened mm -hmm. to me in high school, when they would do their God shit on stage, I would have been like, oh, been my favorite teacher. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much because I'm out. I'm so fucking out. It's ridiculous. So for the people that might not know, Liberty University is the school that was founded by Jerry fucking Falwell. Oh. And that mayor that was talking against him, Mayor Hutcherson, is also reverend. doubles as a reverend. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. you know, Christian persecution mm -hmm. complex runs deep in Lynchburg, Virginia. So, <laughs> And with that, that brings us to a great little breaking point. So we're going to go run off and do whatever we need to do here in a second. And we'll be right back with our Fun With Real Audio segment. And uh, we'll catch you in a second. Bye. Hey, are you looking for a podcast to fill all your nerdy needs? Well, I have a place for you. It's called the Nerd Dome Podcast. And oh, they've got it all for you. All you have to do is go to the PodHell Network at PodHell.com. We're also on iTunes. Mm. 
Okay, so we're back from our little break there, and it's time for fun with real audio. And you guys, no one loved this segment. I'm, I'm sure you do. <laughs> we we painfully wait for this as as the panelists on the show, and this is a uh, Ruben's first time at it. So, oh. um, is it is it one of the things that drew you to the show when you started listening? Is that we were playing this shit and you could? It's one of the most infuriating aspects <laughs> of the show. <laughs> Let's say which uh, for season two, I think we're going to lessen the time we spend on this one and do more more other segments. But I don't want to be the show that's like, hey, let's read the Bible. No, I don't want to be the let's read the Quran show. I'm like, no, because everybody every atheist show does that. And it's like eh. Scientology books, maybe. Anybody want to read? Yeah, I don't think anyone's tackled that yet. That could be a little uh, podcast waiting to be spun up. Grab the cookie with your left hand. <laughs> Upright Citizens Brigade, if anybody remembered. Anybody ever watched that show? Great fucking, great comedy. Uh, so first up, we have Donald Trump is our mm. first little oh, oh, boy. Delightful. Why? Yeah, so. It's a good way Why? to start. Okay. Great way to start. Here we go. Like they're legit. You know, we had a case where Ted Cruz was asked about waterboarding. And he couldn't answer the question. Because, you know, he was politically correct. And, and in all fairness to him, essentially, what do you think of waterboarding? Would you approve it? Would you this? Would you that? And he didn't want to get into it. And I understand that because he wants to be politically correct. Which there's nothing wrong it with being politically correct there, buddy. You know, but that, that, that but is a very bad thing for you to be in support of, you douche. Yeah, yes. but, but that has nothing to do senator. with being political correct, per, politically correct at all. I mean, that, that entirely has to do with Ted Cruz not being, not wanting to answer a question directly, you may which have he Ted never Cruz, really does. But we got Mike Lee. <laughs> but yeah ted cruz is never politically correct i do not know what no. the trump is talking about no the the trump the the, the trump the trump the trump, trump. The trump okay. does not know what he's talking about <laughs> you know they're allowed to chop off the heads of people including ourselves no, they're actually not. No, allowed. no, you're not allowed. They're not allowed. Allowing this. What the fuck are you talking they're not, about? They're not willingly saying, oh, please, ISIS, chop my head off, please. I it's allow it. Yes, Nobody's saying that. Nobody is saying that. No, not even their own countries allow that. No. These guys no, are a rogue nation. There too. They are mm -hmm. rogue. What, what, do you think they think we are the dumbest, weakest people in the world as they say yeah, they think we're the dumbest because look who our fucking frontrunner on the Republican side is. <laughs> are, you, are you kidding? Yeah. No, they get the news, too. I'm yeah, pretty they, sure. Nobody likes you, Trump. Nobody likes you. Obviously, some people do. Jesus. Some people do, apparently. But Pe people the rest of, of the people world of is a certain... at us because of <laughs> your stupid fucking face. People of a certain hue like mm. Trump. Mm. <laughs> So they asked Ted Cruz about waterboarding, and you can see his answer two debates ago, and he's going like, oh, well, uh, waterboarding, oh, oh, oh. What, what do I say? What do I say? It's so vicious. It's so violent. You know, sort of the minimal, minimal, minimal. I don't know. I'm sure it's not pleasant, but it's minimal. So, <laughs> yeah, it simulates <laughs> drowning, you dumb shit. It's fucking torture. It's terrible. It, it, it is. Yes. It's and torture, for any, and it and, doesn't work. And for anybody, for anybody who has any question in their mind, Go find the YouTube video of Christopher Hitchens. Christopher Hitchens doing it. Yeah, I was about voluntarily to getting waterboarded. And they only did it like a is, little bit of water. It is. It is awful. They put the wet cloth over his face and they drip just a little bit. And he's like, "Okay, mm -hmm. fucking, I'm done." Now yeah. imagine yeah. not being able to sit up and say, "I'm done." <laughs> and then imagine it's more than a trickle. It's a mm -hmm. fucking gallon being poured on your face. Yeah. 
And they're asking you, where's the money, Lebowski? <laughs> where's the money, Lebowski? <laughs> That's oh, down, no, it's man. down there somewhere, man. Let me have another look. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't want to get into it. He didn't sort of answer the question. They turned, what do you think, Mr. Trump? So I said, well, throughout the Middle East, they're chopping off heads of Christians. They're chopping off heads of people. Anybody gets in the way. They're drowning 30, 40 people at a time in heavy steel cages. As far as I'm concerned, waterboarding is absolutely fine, but we should go much further. And I got standing ovation. Standing ovation. These crowds fucking terrify me, man. Okay, okay, here's, here's what they are. The people who support Trump are people who are frustrated in their life because they have not progressed because they consistently mm-hmm. vote against their own interests. Yeah, because they keep voting yeah. Republican. <laughs> okay, they do, um, because our education system is atrocious. And so they keep voting against their interest, own interests, so they're frustrated. So what? And the only thing that they truly know is force, violence, mm-hmm. violence. These people are violent. I hit you. I, I'm going to punch you in the face. And they know that the other is bad. Yeah. <laughs> well, other, yeah other is bad. Other, other tribe they bad. Can't, they cannot find fault in themselves or in the system at large because they, they just don't because yeah. they won't at a certain, at a certain point, they will not investigate anything else. Uh, so what they do understand they is do do. forcing other people to exist mm-hmm. the way they want them to exist, which they believe will make them prosperous. So it's it's fascism. It's the people who yeah. supported fascism. Uh, and it's to, fucking mm-hmm. terrifying. It is terrifying because they believe in force. They believe Might in Might makes violence. right. Yeah. Yeah. Man. No. Waterboarding and torture is wrong. We need to do H- worse. Hence the no, Geneva Convention. It wrong, but it's just uh, morally it is wrong. And it doesn't yes. get you any intelligence. That's no, what I don't get. It doesn't. It's yeah, well, they're not. These these guys aren't interested in gaining intelligence. They are just purely Ooh, interested in vengeance. Some, some of them sand people. Yeah. That's just it. They just want to torture. Please they bend. just want to harm. Yeah. You need to call These them are the same raiders. people who shove a 17-year-old girl because she has dark skin. Yeah. Right. These are the same people who who shout, who throw women, who who throw people of color out of their rallies. These are the same people Sick who bastards. every everyone mm-hmm. who is the other, unless women are there for decoration and decoration alone, are considered a target. These are the same people who say that women deserve it if they dress slutty. And by the fucking way, still not asking for it. <laughs> At the same time, it's it's hard to blame them because that's kind of baked into our evolutionary pattern. Yeah, no. Like we, yeah, should, we, I, should, we should overcome it. Yeah. But, uh, well, but yeah. At least you can understand where it comes pattern. from. But also baked into our evolutionary pattern is expansive knowledge and exploration and... Sure. I mean, consider the first people yeah, to leave Africa. We still got they that had to travel brain. against. They had to travel across open water. They just had to. They just did. Yeah. They yeah, actually, that's... they didn't even have to. They just did. Um, and that 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 was evolutionarily baked into them. This concept of travel and movement, same, and expansion. Mm-hmm. Same stupid shit that has me going out and running right now. You know, exactly. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> let's see what I can do. Hmm. <laughs> the same stupid shit that it's keeps same... me take, that that's got me taking a really high risk job right now. <laughs> it's awesome. That's it's the also stuff the... we have to encourage in our education system. Is yeah. like being kind to one another, being being willing to 
like yeah. kind of test out the waters with the other and yes, see let's if they're okay. Let's support and the, that. And the beauty and of it is that humanity has been able to adapt and has been able mm -hmm. to adjust our moral compasses. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I, just because we want to act on our ape instincts does not make them our guiding principles. Yeah, yeah. no, no yeah, it doesn't. And I want to point to our other ape cousins, uh, not just the chimpanzees, but the bonobos. They like the fuck share... a lot. Yeah. <laughs> the bonobos. And did you know they're remarkably nonviolent? Yeah, yeah, because they oh, fuck yeah. all the time. <laughs> yeah, like they resolve everything through fuck. Everything for them is fucking, which is pretty a red. That's a pretty red system. It would be a good way to get it to get it over with. Yeah, right? I mean to to get over to get over Legalized your problems. prostitution, you know. Bonobos don't give a fuck, no. man. Bonobo, but bonobos give all the fucks. Actually, I was. Sure. But what I was gonna say is that. <laughs> but they they actually like so where chimps will beat the underlier to death. Bonobos mm -hmm. will be like, nah, let's fuck, or you just don't Maybe. get to fuck. How's that? Like we don't want to fuck you. Yeah. Like yeah. and then like they have to like. But that just makes the chimpanzee even fucked. angrier, and then yeah. Then they go into some sort of shame spiral. They masturbate to the pictures of their old girlfriends. And then <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm saying is that we have it in our genetic makeup to be better than the violence. Yes, and let's, uh, let's, let's foster do. this good behavior and let's put uh -huh. it into the, hey, hold my beer and watch this type of behavior. Let's, let's end <laughs> yeah. that, please. We're moving on to... Pat we're Robinson. done with the we're done with the drum. We're, we're done with drunk. I just I okay. had to get it out there where he actually doubled down on his oh, waterboarding. Oh, yeah, of course he did. Uh, we have Pat Robertson uh, talking about the homosexual lifestyle. Ooh, <laughs> fucking frustrating. This is uncomfortable. Oh uh, yeah. I have a story now. It'll touch your heart. Don't touch my heart without my <laughs> consent, you sick son of a bitch. Good fucking luck. <laughs> I'm sorry. What touches I... <laughs> my heart is seeing Pat Robertson like. Standing there, he's actually facing the camera, but his shoulders are unsquared. And mm -hmm. He's got half of his face where, like, his eyebrows, like, way the fuck over I here. swear to God, every time you he put on Robert, then I just want to be completely naked because I know it's slowly <laughs> melting into Skeletor. I'll get you, He-Man. Seriously, I'm just... not dead yet. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I don't know. Because I he has a, he has a lot of money to afford the best possible medical care. Which that science can offer manipulating people with lies. But with he's lies. he's the kind of guy that would be like the rich old guy on uh what is it the strain that's selling out <laughs> humanity for his a chance at immortality. Mm -hmm. Hate this guy. The man's name was Robert Harless, and Robert chose the homosexual lifestyle. No, he didn't. Of course, <laughs> he chose it. But mm -hmm. wait, wait till you hear why he chose it. <laughs> Man. Because he craved attention from men. Mm -hmm. That, to me, sounds exactly like the thing that makes mm -hmm. a person gay. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, I, yeah. I, I crave attention from men because I like men. <laughs> I crave attention. Mm. Could it be that the homosexual lifestyle chooses you? <laughs> it could be, Kyle. I didn't choose be. the thug be. life. <laughs> I'm just going to say, I'm just going to say, uh, X tells me about reviews and stuff that we get from men, and mm -hmm. I'm like, Oh, and then he goes, women are like, please show the boobs. That's red. And I'm like, yay, women. Like, yay, I'm, tits. <laughs> I'm like, yay, we're going to have tits everywhere. It's fantastic. 
And uh, I, I love that, but like a good 90% of the male attention I get, even though mm -hmm. I do like men. <laughs> hey, we, had a, we had a comment on YouTube last week's show that was like three paragraphs long. I'm like, good on you for writing it. I can't read you guys the whole thing. You have to go look it up. But I was like, man, this guy went on a diatribe about mm -hmm. the, the person that was in the video. And I'm like, yeah, that's my listener. <laughs> that guy's fucking awesome. <laughs> it, was a, it, was a good, it was a good comment. We, we mm -hmm. did appreciate it. But yep. uh, my, my point being that I, I mean, I I like attention. I I do certain kinds, and usually from women is usually way more acceptable. You, you like, like it's just not as creepy. Mm -hmm. It's not the getting smacked upside the face with it. Like okay, okay, I'm paying attention. What? What? Yeah, it's not. It's not like yeah. wake up. Like, oh, there's a dick there. Oh, okay, I get it. I get it. Like you really, like, yeah, you really gotta like it to want to crave that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how so, anybody craves that ugly thing. So this, he, he craved attention from men. That sounds yeah. like he wanted to get fucked by men. Yeah, just, yeah. He, he keeps going. Here we go. Okay. Okay. Sexual activity came drugs. And oh. Robert was facing full-blown AIDS. He said it with like four Z's at the end there. AIDS. AIDS. <laughs> Who says that anymore? Full blown AIDS. <laughs> um, I mean, that's nothing uh, to laugh at because AIDS is fucking horrible. But that's that, terrible. We have this 70 year old man saying like, you know, he liked cock so much that he he didn't like cock really because that's why he turned to heroin. And that heroin just made him, you know, he got full blown AIDS. It's like if he's like, having unprotected sex, which it sounds, according to the story, it sounds like he's doing, which it could be completely. That's like me fault. saying mm -hmm. like beer leads to cake. It's like what? What? Yeah, oh, that, and, awesome. then cake leads to pickles. No, no, that's no, not what. No, no, yeah, no. yeah, gay sex Wrong. is not inherently tied with drugs mm -hmm. and AIDS. You know, no. In fact, it's increasingly not. Yeah, and it's true. It's true. Every day, he prayed to die until a Christian family befriended him and gave him a reason to live. Oh, hey, I'm dying, and people want to pay attention to me and talk to me. Mm. This Who is are great. Nice to me and are just nice using me. me. That's a different thing. Oh, wait, but they're Christians. Because he was fostering unhealthy relationships, which has nothing to do with his sexuality. Yeah. yeah. Because, yeah, if anything, uh, Christianity is to blame because they're the one who instilled the self-hatred. Yeah, the safe health, the self-hatred, which probably drove him to heroin <laughs> to deal and with it. For mm -hmm. whenever people talk about, you know, they're, they, they're so anti-gay marriage and everything like that. Like, mm -hmm. okay, picture a regular marriage where like, okay, tonight put the kids to bed and we watched an episode of Arrow. Then I came downstairs to do a podcast. Mm -hmm. Now, just okay. My, what if my spouse was another guy? We'd probably still watch an episode of Arrow, and mm -hmm. I'd give him a kiss goodnight and come downstairs and do a podcast. I mean, it's mm -hmm. marriage is fucking marriage, guys. It's not. Yeah, it's nothing. nothing Actually, nothing yeah, spectacular, my, really. Uh, yeah, my, my <laughs> and I just watched a episode of Vikings. And, uh, hey, there you go. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. same thing. Robert was looking for acceptance. To get away from abusive stepfather, there's many young people, and we have all these myths about homosexuality, and he was just being used by people. They just wanted to take advantage, and he didn't know any better. He thought that what they were showing him was love, and actually was 
one form of lust. So he, you didn't catch that little first bit there. He was trying to say that it, his, him being abused as a child led to him being gay. Wrong, 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 wrong. wrong. So very there are wrong. so many gay people out there that never suffered any kind of abuse Mm-mm. ever. Yeah, yeah. Happy, friendly homes with you know non-Christian mm-hmm. parents and everything like that. Oh, you're gay? Well, that's cool. I mean, it, it didn't mean a fucking thing. It didn't mm-hmm. come from like getting beat as a kid. I got beat as a kid. Didn't turn me gay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's probably talking about molested. Yeah, with that, uh-huh. I'm gonna have to be like Mr. Garrison. I never got molested by my parents. Why? Why isn't like every single Catholic choir boy gay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, and he also said that there was no line between lust and, or like he said that it's not love, it's a form of lust. I think I'm going to tell you right now that I lust. <laughs> I lust after a certain someone that I love. I, I lust deeply. Yeah. That, yeah, that's, that's it's often intertwined. It's intertwined. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's a good thing, and we want that. Yeah. dead air. God damn it, I hate Pat Robertson. I hate him so fucking much. He just kills me. I'm sorry. It's just, I've heard so much of his stupid fucking face that it just like, I'm like, I'm done. I'm like, yeah, right. Yep. He said something else. Stupid no, yep. and awful. And it, it really is low hanging fruit. Hence why in season two, we're going to get less of this low frank, low hanging fruit because because mm, I'm serious. I got like nothing left to say. I, I've Robertson. noticed the playlists, like, the playlists have gotten longer and longer with certain people. And I'm like, yeah, we really need to hear from other people because these guys are fucking <laughs> annoying. When he came free, that I come free all the time, <laughs> <laughs> and abundantly in the shower, all over the place. There you go, ropey jets of jism just flying everywhere. Front room, on the floor, no in the bedroom. It makes in whatever shower. Rusty, no thanks, no. The quote homosexual. He was a person looking for love. He wanted the real thing, and he got it. God gave him real love. He wasn't a homosexual. He was a person looking for love, real love from God. You know, God still hasn't shown up for me. Yeah. Yeah. No. That... Just saying, not once has he made me come. <laughs> Well, in the Mormon tradition, God literally came down and impregnated Mary. So maybe he's right. doing the same for this but guy. But that's not adultery, I guess, of God. Yeah. I love how consensual it was in that story, too. Yeah, this is right. the thing that's going to happen, Mary. <laughs> uh, do I have a choice? No. Nope. Nope. I picked nope. you. Nope. I picked you because you No, but women need to be available Yeah. Mm-hmm. for the needs of their husbands. Bins. Yeah, as the the Duggar mom said, and mm. funny enough, they're going to be back on TV pretty soon. Fucking Duggars, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Which I'm sure you'll hear more about as the uh, the episodes roll <laughs> on for the Utah Outcasts. Uh, that's what I had for Pat Robertson. Oh. Let me let me see what we have lined up next. So we have Dinesh D'Souza saying that uh, Democrats hide their pro-slavery history. Oh, for fuck's sake. No, he does. Does this have to do with the whole, like, flipping of the... Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah, it does. And and the Republicans like to point out how the Republican Party used to be the not-racist party. True. (laughs) True. 
And oh, yeah. then I totally would have been a Republican. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because Republican then meant something else. Yeah, mm -hmm. it was totally different. God damn it, William! <laughs> uh, years ago on uh, the roots of the Klan and the roots of the Democratic Party. That thuggery has been here. But it's he said thuggery. I want to make sure you know about that because I, I when I first heard this, I'm like buggery. This buggery's been <laughs> people are it's fucking each other. Yeah, yeah, that's buggery is it's ass fucking. Yeah, by our progressive educational system, it has kicked dirt over the tracks of all of that thuggery that has been here. Now, the the the, the genius of the Democrats in doing this is that see, it's very difficult to hide a story. To hide a story, you have to force the other side to hide it too. Because if we're always, if Republicans had been blowing the whistle for a hundred years, there would be nothing hidden. So what the Democrats did is they took all their crimes and they relabeled it the South, right? And so by relabeling it the South, they forced Southerners into a defensive position. The Southerners thought, we did the Klan, we did slavery, we did all these things, right? But they did. But they did. They, 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 they did. Yeah. But they did, though. They did. <laughs> the southern states were the slaveholders. They're just and so they hung up on the. Yeah, they're just so hung up on the fact that at that time, they were the Democrats, and not the Republicans. He's looking at a snapshot of history, saying it's all of history. No, you can't fucking <laughs> take like. Oh, okay. Like that's like taking a picture of me as a kid and be like, "This is Chris's whole life." No, no. Oh, I'm sorry. X. Mm. This is X's whole life. That yeah, was Chris no. the baby. I'm X now. Is the man. man. <laughs> the political philosophies of the two parties are are almost completely polar opposites of what they were. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I yeah. have a whole lot of fucking text about that. As soon as we let him finish making his oh, shitty okay. point. So then the Southerners become defensive about all that, and that's why there's all this defensiveness about the Confederate flag. These were not Southern crimes. They were crimes. No, they're defensive they, about the Southern flag because they tried to secede from the fucking Union. Yeah. yeah. Or racism. Because they to wanted keep to keep black their slaves. Mm -hmm. To keep black people as, as possessions. That's what we're doing. That's how we had a civil war divided between the North and the South. It's what the and the how does this guy? And just, oh, I don't fuck. understand how these people just fucking like wax over this whole thing. I I I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it, was, wax, it was all about states' rights. It was the world's sure. trying to claim Democrats to be actually more racist because. I don't know about you guys, but I, I laugh at those folks yeah. on the, the the east and the south and everything. Like, mm -hmm. oh, like most of their states are divided by like rivers and tributaries and shit like that. Yeah. But like, you get out here to Utah, and it's like, okay, to get from here to Nevada, it's going to be like six hours in the car. Like, you could travel like most lines, of the eastern lines, seaboard in six hours lines, in a car. <laughs> we did lines. Yeah. We just did lines because like, yeah, this it. is a good territory. Fuck it, draw a line here. <laughs> More than Democratic Party protected slavery as I vehemently. So, so the Democrats created a situation where they could hide it, and they could make our team hide it too. And they had a beautiful thing going until it's now time to break up that picnic. Because Ted yeah, Cruz is running break for president. Up that yeah. Break yeah. up that picnic. Also, I've yeah. never once heard a Democrat be like, no, the Democrats weren't racist. They were like, yep, there was a diametric shift. Like, yeah. that's, that's seriously, you diametric can, shift. Do you know how look many at, Democrats are like, yep, 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 yes. Look at, look at, just, just look at how many, uh, how many Republicans and Democrats switched parties in, that was around the 1950s, wasn't it? Yep. 1939. Because Lyndon Johnson <laughs> came out and said, yeah. 
Yep. Segregation's mm-hmm. bad, yo. And then yeah. a bunch of the Democrats went, well, then I'm Republican now. Yeah. When, <laughs> when, when Strom Thurmond was elected to office, mm-hmm. he was a Democrat. When yep. he retired or died, I can't remember which he did. He died. <laughs> he died. Yeah, he died. He died in office. That's right. Yeah. He was a Republican. Yep. Okay. So here <laughs> you can't explain that the the small government. I mean, look, just look at um Arlen Specter. Arlen Specter changed when the parties changed. Like, I mean, he was a Republican <laughs> for the longest time, or no, he was a Democrat for the longest time. Switched to Republican, like after after uh, Reagan. Mm-hmm. So the the small government people were the Dems at that time. And while the Republicans of the North decided to expand social justice and social programs by funding the um, uh, the what was it the they be, they we, they became the fucking Republicans. So between 1860 and 1839, the party switched because the Democrats of the South wanted to have uh, social programs like the railroad and college systems and everything. So there was an influential Democrat mm-hmm. by the name of Will- William Jennings Bryan. He mm-hmm. blurred party lines by emphasizing the government's role in ensuring social justice through expansions of federal power, like I was saying, traditionally, like a, which was originally a Republican stance. Uh, they didn't immediately adopt the position of favoring limited government. Instead, for a couple of decades, both parties were promising an, arg- an augmented federal government devoted in various ways to the cause of social justice. So the party of small government platform cemented in the in 1930s with its heated opposition to the New Deal. So Brian and all the other turn-of-the-century Democrats started advocating for bigger government because uh, they were trying to win the West, just like the the Republicans were. And with the admission of the new Western states to the Union in the post-Civil War era, it created a new voting bloc, and both parties were trying to get the attention of these people. So the Democrats seized upon a way of integrating themselves to Western voters by having... um, uh, Republicans uh, had federal expansions in the 1860s and 1870s. Uh, they turned out to be favorable to big businesses based in the Northeast, such as banks, railroads, manufacturers, while small-time farmers like those who had gone west received nothing. So mm-hmm. bar- both parties tried to exploit the discontent that this generated by promising the little guys some of the federal largesse that had hitherto, I didn't write that line right there, uh, gone to the business <laughs> sector. From this point on, Democrats stuck with the stance, favoring federal, federally funded social programs and benefits, while Republicans were gradually driven to the counterposition of hands-off government. So they, the, the Republicans were the Democrats until the big businesses got involved, and they became mm-hmm. the whole, fuck you, I got mine, fuck you, you know, <laughs> party. While the Democrats said, hey... We're noticing a bunch of our people that after the Civil War went out west and they're not being treated right. So, fuck you, Dinesh D'Souza. You don't understand fucking history. Get a textbook. No. Dumb yeah, shit. I mean, the label <laughs> doesn't matter. It's the actual it's the, it's position. The actual, yeah. 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 I've always joked about bringing back the Whig Party, but I don't know <laughs> how, how we would possibly do that. So, we have uh, Ted Cruz is our next guy up. My senator. Your senator, hey. Ruben. Yay. I email him like once every quarter <laughs> to say like, has, hey, has, you suck. Has, has he ever That is responded? so appreciated. Hey, he, he's, he's, my, he's my representative. And so I'm just telling start him that ema- just he's start not emailing, representing me. <laughs> just start emailing him dick pics. 
I should. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. <laughs> this one. Not it would probably do more pages. good than the just, email. Not, just random. Not yours. Not, like, yeah, not yours. Those, just random. Those, no, oh, no. Okay. Do those ones that like people are like photoshopping cute faces, or like the ones where they put <laughs> costumes on Nick? It's adorable. <laughs> oh, there's some you can find like where they're holding him in dinosaur shapes. I Wait, what? Make the Big Mac sandwich. I think I think I visit very strange portions yeah, of the do. internet. You do. People make their dicks look like dinosaurs. Rawr. Oh yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right then. Thanks, sure. Kyle. <laughs> okay. And by the way, to understand the scope of what's at stake, you need look no further. Is that mine? God damn it! Quiet, people. Don't talk to me while I'm doing a show. <laughs> Let me turn that off. Hang on. Turn off notifications. Shush. Sorry, because they would keep talking. <laughs> so uh, Ted Cruz is falsely claiming that gay marriage will blah, blah, blah. So here we go. Oh, no. Oral arguments in the gay marriage case last year. At the oral arguments, Justice Alito asked the Obama Solicitor General, if your position prevails, if this court attempts to strike down the marriage laws of all 50 states, is the next step for the IRS to go after and target colleges that believe in the biblical teaching of marriage as the union of one man and one woman and deny them tax-exempt status. And by the way, that question applies equally to 12 grades. Somebody's mute their damn mic. To Christian charities. Or to Christian radio stations? <laughs> the answer from the Obama Justice Department in the open court of the Supreme Court of the United States was yes. That is a very real possibility that the IRS will come after you. And as they should. Mm -hmm. Gay marriage leading to the loss of your IRS, IRS tax-free status? I certainly hope so. Yeah, seriously, you don't get to be tax-free if you want to discriminate. That's yeah. the way this works. That's exactly how it works. You don't. That's you not. Don't, that's not violating your religious freedom. That's saying you don't you get can't violate Fourteenth Amendment rights. You fucking idiots. Well, and with the IRS, that's that's like Ted Cruz's whole shtick is. I'm gonna get the, rid IRS of the IRS is the worst thing ever. I yeah. think it's just that he doesn't understand it. But I'm still gonna collect taxes. That's, It'll be the he hates, of a postcard. He hates every. He hates everything he doesn't understand. Which is mm -hmm. many a, a lot, thing. many a things. lot. And our our good friend Dan is a member of the uh, someone from the Department of the Treasury for the IRS, and he talks about this all the time. Ted Cruz wants to get rid of the IRS. All these guys are saying they want to get rid of the IRS, and they're going to have a tax system where it's on the size of a postcard, and you just mail it in. Blah 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 blah. That won't work. You still have to have a fucking Internal Revenue Service to bring that <laughs> fucking money in and to allocate it to the right tax. places. It nope, it's just gonna. It, how simple just, the tax code is, you have to have a fucking department to collect it. Now yes. they're just going to get rid of the IRS and it's just going to be a P.O. box. And <laughs> oh, shit, they're going to have, they're going to have somebody go down and cash the checks. <laughs> they take it to a 7-Eleven and be like, can you check cash this? <laughs> yes, but only if you buy a pack of gum. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry, that was racist. <laughs> uh. That if your hosts go on air, and say the Bible teaches that marriage is not defined by man, it is defined by God as the union of one man and one woman to mirror the relationship of Jesus Christ and the church. 
that you risk the federal government yanking your FCC license. Yeah. Y yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. I'm sorry. Yes. Those are those are public airwaves. Yeah. Those are public airwaves, and that's a that is a federal department that's in charge of that. And guess what? Mm -hmm. You don't get federal nothing if you are against fucking people's rights. Mm -hmm. Threat we're facing. Yep. They're not hiding from this threat. They're saying in open court, we will use the power of government to go after and target those who speak against us. It has nothing to fucking do about us versus them. It has nothing to do with this. Nope. It's no. just it's just saying that we're not going to put up with your hypocritical bullshit anymore. We're not going to put mm -hmm. up with your hate anymore. Your religious privilege anymore. It is now, you fucking idiots. There is no religious privilege at all. No, That's no. the point. There, there, there should be none. But there people... is, there is religious privilege. Well, there is, but our constitution precludes that. It, it's a belief, yes. like the way he just said. They believe that the Bible tells you that a marriage is between. Blah, blah, blah. Like I have Not comic really. books that tell me that, like the only reason I don't fly is because when I fall down, I think I'm going to hit the ground. They're like, okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There is no spoon, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> There's a spoon. Well, you're not bending the spoon. You're bending your image within the spoon. I'm like, there is no spoon. What happened to the Wachowskis? Um, <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I actually talked about that. You did. On the Nerd Dome. Yeah. I just think they, <laughs> I still think they probably stole the Matrix script. Remember, you heard, you heard that, court, that court case yeah. that came up because of that. Someone's like, mm -hmm. they, they lifted my whole script and be like, yeah, that's like the one successful thing that they did. <laughs> so, oh, that's it for Teddy. I, I can't stand this mm -hmm. guy anymore. I don't think we have any more of him. He's just up so goddamn minute. ignorant. Uh, I mean, he just, just, he just talks fuck. way up here in his epic glottis, and I just, oh, I can't stand God, it. God, I hate, like, I. Like, that you voice, have that you have vocal cords voice. and you have a throat and a diaphragm for a reason, Ted. You <laughs> you, you are a male of the species. You should be able to enunciate. <laughs> no, he can't. You haven't enunciate. seen the newest bad lip reading? Oh, it's oh God! All about Ted Cruz. It is amazing. He He's likes so... to eat hair. Mm, hair. God. <laughs> He's so creepy. He's so just. He's... He looks so slimy. He does. He, does. he just oh. looks. I went he to just the has a face my... that's in a need of a fist. <laughs> World's most, most punchable face. I use that hashtag all the damn time. Oh, absolutely. And Zodiac Cruise. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Someone tell me he's not. There you go. William! Beck. What? What did he do? Did he give you the He's, the he's trolling a group chat. <laughs> oh, jeez. And I quote, at least they're not chinks. Oh, no. Oh, Wow. Right. Oh. He did it. He did it. He did it for this face. This face <laughs> that I made right now. Felicia, that's your man. <laughs> he just know he just knows how to just mm, mm, So Glenn mm, Beck. Mm. Glenn Beck wants to uh <laughs> wants to give everybody his uh revelation, his uh his plan for stacking the deck. So here we yes. go. Oh, okay. We okay. get back to Mormonism. This is my expertise. I, this, this <laughs> I think this is doable and absolutely unstoppable. Ted Cruz as the president, Marco Rubio, and I think they should announce this and run as this. I think we should begin to demand this. I think this should go all over the internet. Ted Cruz as president, Marco Rubio as vice president. Remember, Mar just wait till you hear who he has for uh, Supreme Court. 
Marco Rubio, oh, no. he's still in it and he's not going to give up is because he can't run for his Senate seat. So his Senate seat is over. So he's out. So he's going to keep going. He has an interest. So Ted Cruz as president, Marco Rubio as vice president. They then say our Supreme Court nominee is Mike Lee. Oh, no. 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 You That's assuming no. a spot no. is still available no. by then. No. 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 I, I, no. I honestly think Obama's going to do a recess appointment. Uh, he's so probably going to have to. So that'll put him. that'll put whoever he chooses into the Supreme Court. They still have to be... Um, what is it? They have to, ha they have to, that's a temporary role until the next president gets in. Then they have to say, yes, we're going to keep him as the guy, or we're going to have to get and do more looking around. So just man, Mike Lee is Supreme court. Jesus. Man. I'm Dustin. And I'm Wesley. We host the Atheist Nomads Podcast. We're godless geeks who take a skeptical look at politics, religion, science, technology, and history. We also interview leaders in the atheist, skeptic, and humanist community. Check us out at atheistnomads.com. That's atheistnomads.com. We're going to go ahead and move into our main topic for the week while we can and Skype doesn't <laughs> like fail on us here. Uh, we lost Felicia. I, the wine must have finally got kicked in. Either that, or William was like standing off camera, going "woohoo." You know? <laughs> <laughs> so we're joined by Ruben from the Flying Spaghetti Mormon podcast, as we've said before. Um, uh, give us a quick rundown of we, we've already heard the rundown of your show. Shit, why did I put that in my notes, dummy? Um, <laughs> so tell us a little bit about yourself in particular, Ruben. What uh, what makes you you? I should say. Yeah, so I I was born in Idaho. What part? Grew up. Mo uh Boise. Oh hey. Well, okay. Well, I was born in Pocatello. Moved to Boise after a brief brief stint in Virginia. Virginia. Yeah. Yeah. Um Lynchburg. And so I, I grew up Mormon. I went to BYU. So you got were married. all the way in. You were like yeah. Oh, about, yeah. as, about as far in as one can get. I mean, Balls so deep. I did, I served a mission in Ecuador, but I got sick and it, so the total time I was there was only nine months. They sent me home because I was, I was just too sick to like even get up. Well, thank goodness for that, man. Fucking. Oh yeah. Missed. Now <laughs> I am super grateful <laughs> for it being such short a time. <laughs> I, I, I see kid and I feel really bad for the, the kids that get Utah as their mission because right? <laughs> I'm like, really? Yeah. At least I learned Spanish. Like and I have that skill now. <laughs> like I see them every once in a while when I'm out on my afternoon runs, like them proselytizing to the neighborhoods, and I just want to kind of be like, I I don't want to interrupt my cadence, but at the same time, I want to go up to them and be mm -hmm. like, yeah, so uh, you ever meet an atheist before? Because I am. <laughs> come hey at guys. me, come what at me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I I I was very faithful and like I was very knowledgeable. That's you know, I was the kid in in Sunday school that like knew all the scriptures by heart, and it's like, oh yeah, we're gonna talk about this story, and I'd explain it. That's a nice Bible you got there. What version? Pretty much. <laughs> and so I went to BYU, and seven months before I graduated, I I just stumbled on I think it was the ex Mormon subreddit and the CES mm -hmm. letter, and mm -hmm. I read through it, and it was. 
I, I've always been very analytical and the arguments against Mormonism were just too damn convincing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I was done <laughs> and I had been married for, it had been maybe six months at that point. Are you guys still married? We are. Oh, wow. That's great. And she's an atheist. It took me yeah. three months <laughs> to convince her. <laughs> And so we both, we've got through BYU, we graduated, I got a job out here in Dallas, Texas, and we moved out here. And uh, I connected with Levi, my co-host. So we knew each other at BYU, but we both assumed each other was Mormon. Oh. Of course. (laughs) Yeah. Because you can't, you You can't can't not. Yeah. 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 And, and so he, like, he even had like uh, that, uh, porn kills love like the fight the new drug.com sticker on his laptop (laughs) i was like oh yeah he's totally like full-on mormon even though when we talked he's like it was there for ironic reasons pretty much (laughs) he'd been an atheist for like a whole year before i even figured it out um but we eventually connected he got a job with the same company as me moved out here to dallas and so we're like hey let's start a podcast because we have shit to say yeah. <laughs> and so we uh, started a podcast about Mormonism and uh, we just published our 15th episode today. Yeah. Nice. Which I get to listen to tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's a bi weekly podcast because I, I don't have Who has time, time for to this weekly do shit. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I do all the editing <laughs> and all the story finding. Like Levi does nothing except. He's funny. <laughs> hey, so I know the funny stuff. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I kid. And so, yeah, so we, we have a fun podcast. Um, and every once in a while, our wives are, will join us. Uh, we need to get them back on again, but we've just been lazy because it's hard to set up like four microphones at a time. So, yeah. mm-hmm. but well, uh, yeah, it's, it's a fun to, show if you like Mormonism. He's moving and, up to what, Seattle right now? Yeah, he, he's in the process of moving. Um, I'm actually in the process of moving as well, but it won't happen for like a year. Ah, uh, gotcha. But I'm, I'm, I'm going to be moving up to Seattle eventually as well because so jealous. I love that area. I, of the world. I want to move to that wonderfully godless land <laughs> and I want to get away from like, I want, I want four seasons back. Oh yeah. <laughs> Texas has two seasons. It's either like really hot or very pleasant. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't know if. I don't know if the Seattle's uh, going to be the Pacific the... Northwest is is really the Four Seasons uh, type of place. No, you okay. have to, you have maybe, to be a lot more like inland. Two and a half. Maybe it's like <laughs> two and a half. I'm sure they they've got at least two and a half. Yeah. It it also puts me close to my family in Idaho because we have a dog, so we always drive everywhere. We don't fly. Yeah. Um. <laughs> But eventually that'll happen. But for now, I'm stuck in the very conservative state of Texas as an atheist. Which has got to be tons of fun. That is the least thing from fun I could think of. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, arguably Utah is worse, but... Yeah. I don't know. I mean, here everybody's just passive aggressive about it. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) That's very true. The passive aggressiveness is less here in Texas. There, they're just in your face about all this shit. I love God, my country, my guns. You don't try to take any of them away from me. Well, and also Dallas, I mean, it's not as liberal as Austin. No. But at Mm -hmm. the same time, it's still, it's a giant city. Like the DFW, Dallas-Fort Worth area is still Mm -hmm. over 3 million people. Yeah, that's a lot of fucking people. 
<laughs> so when you get that many people in one spot, it tends to be liberal. So mm-hmm. yeah, it it's it just happens I could that way. be in a worse spot. We could say <laughs> yeah, yeah. You so could I, be you could be in um uh what the hell's the the <laughs> what's the how oh, the FLDS like covens that they have out in the, like, down down in Colorado City the, yeah, the border right of, <laughs> where like even, even the even the cops are like the the fundamental people and they're like we're gonna yeah. run you out of town boy <laughs> yeah. yeah they were they they actually kick people out of town ah uh, so, so Ruben I've, I've got I've I've got to ask what was that what was that that last bit little bit of time like at BYU after oh, you <laughs> became atheist. It was hard because at BYU, you have like, well, you're supposed to have a prayer at the start of every class. Not all professors did it. Man, that just so, seems like a huge waste of time for a right? university. <laughs> <laughs> and also all my friends, they, they're super Mormon. So yeah. like, for example, one day we were all in, so I did a master's program there. And we were all in that master's like lounge. They had a whole room mm-hmm. set aside for us. Hey, Kyle, turn on your video. I think it's working again. <laughs> <gasps> oh my gosh, it might work. <gasps> it's back! Yay! Hey, there we go. See. Nice. We're still great out though. For those <laughs> right. that don't know, uh, Skype had like a huge update over this uh, over today. I would say over today because that's <laughs> when I got mine on both computers, <laughs> and uh, it has fucked everybody. Yeah, it's spent, Bill Gates' fault. We've spent over an hour trying to get shit working that you guys <laughs> will never get to see again because fucking Skype <laughs> makes me go, okay, I'm switching to Hangouts on Air next episode. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's what, that's what Levi, and it, Levi and I use for our podcast is Hangouts. It works fine. It goes straight to YouTube. It might, right? it might be something <laughs> more. But you don't get to like edit things around like how I got this going. But True. Yeah. Very anyway. True. So anyway, the last couple I'm, months. I'm in this lounge um, with all my Mormon friends. I'm a closeted atheist. One of my best friends says, people like or everyone would be so much happier if they were Mormon. (laughs) (laughs) And and I actually spoke up. I said, actually, no. Gay people are not happy as Mormons. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I like I started an argument in in this room with a bunch of different classmates, and in uh, at that point I realized shit I I, I need to stay have. quiet otherwise I'm gonna <laughs> get kicked out and I'm gonna lose you lose all your credits six years of credits yeah you're gonna so, get you're gonna get in trouble you're gonna be talking about the honor code again exactly and mm-hmm. so I learned to shut up and just take it in the ass <laughs> and. <laughs> Both me and they my teach wife. That in college nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> they should. If you take if you take the right classes, they do. <laughs> yeah, right. pottery. And so we we got out of there. We moved to Dallas, and uh, and we were able to finally show our true colors. You know, tell friends and family we weren't Mormon anymore. And Once you cross state lines, like we're not Mormons. <laughs> right. As soon as we had our diplomas, we were like, "Fuck this, we're out." And. Ever since then, life has been great because more did you uh, did you did you go through the whole process of of getting your name off? Yeah, we did. We uh, literally the day our diplomas came, we sent the email to get us off the uh, the official Mormon records. So Isn't we that, haven't been that's in the biggest over a year. joke of a pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that kills me. 
<laughs> so it's it's been quite the journey. Um, Ruth and I are very lucky to have both come to the same conclusion. Yeah, we were able to maintain lucky. our marriage because mm-hmm. we both realized it's all bullshit. Um, I know lot. There's lots of mixed faith Mormon marriages that that mm-hmm. make it work, but it. I don't. I don't know how that works though. I. It's it's, just, it's rough. Yeah. Yeah. So thankfully, we were both able to come to the atheistic conclusion, um, and and life's good. We're just raising our little puppy of two years old and just kind of trying to figure out what we want to do with our lives. And for now, it's making Mormon podcasts on the side. (laughs) (laughs) Did you go crazy? Like when you first, when you first realized that it was bullshit, I know a lot of people who once they, once they make that switch, they go nuts. And I've seen people their first night out at a bar (laughs) after (laughs) leaving the church. And I've seen them just get absolutely destroyed in the worst possible way. Thankfully, since I was at BYU, uh, the bravest we ever got was getting Starbucks on a Sunday. Oh, wow. So that's, that's we didn't actually life. drink until we moved to Texas. Our very mm-hmm. first beer, we sat, we bought a Budweiser because I didn't know what to buy. Yeah, people don't yeah. know. <laughs> so we sit down and we're like looking at this beer and we're like, what do we do? And I, and I take a sip and I'm like, this is <laughs> nastiest thing I've ever tasted in my entire life. Why does anybody drink this shit? <laughs> right? <laughs> and, uh, and so <laughs> thankfully since I, I had a whole, you know, six, seven months to like research kind of mm-hmm. how to drink, you know, how to not overdo it. So we've never <laughs> had any crazy episodes because I learned to drink responsibly by researching on the internet. Mm-hmm. But a lot of our friends here in Dallas who have recently stopped being Mormon, like we mm-hmm. go to ex-Mormon parties and they get plastered and they're just throwing up everywhere and it's <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a mess. <laughs> it, gets, it gets ugly. Yeah, Absolutely. you don't have those coping skills. You're yeah. just, it's, that's, it's something to behold. So we, really we've is. transitioned pretty well. Um, probably because we're so young. I, I stopped believing at the age of 23 her at age 21. Um, so we've, we've had a couple years out of the church and mm-hmm. so we know how to like appropriately use all the various substances. <laughs> <laughs> and it's great that you don't have a lifetime looking back saying, wow, we wasted X amount of dollars. We wasted oh, this. Yeah. We wasted this much time doing all this. Mm-hmm. We at, went through those. At the same time, I still had a whole well, nine months of a mission. You know, I could yeah. have gotten out earlier. Like Bryce Blankenagel from the Naked Mormonism podcast, yeah. he quit mm-hmm. at like in his teens, so he he didn't have to go on a mission and all that stupid yeah. shit. Yeah. So. Well, we had yeah. a we had a Dustin from the Atheist Nomad show on a couple of weeks uh, mm-hmm. months mm-hmm. ago, I would say, and his story about actually doing mission work for the uh, Seventh Day Adventists and everything, and like he oh, was yeah. far deep into it, like. And yep. for for people out there not don't know about this, uh, with the Mormon Church, the every position is a lay position. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, well, you don't until you get to like general authority level, like apostles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but like for for most other churches out there, you have to have a like uh, a master's in divinity, or you have mm-hmm. to at least have a bachelor's in it, or something like that. You, you have to have some level of education in what you're doing and talking about, and yeah. training 
Yeah. Nope. Mormon church? No, you could just be a rich white guy and you get to be bishop. You know. Yep. As long as that's one the- of our biggest complaints is we with our podcast we always get stories of like a hardware store employee who's a bishop that's like mm-hmm. interviewing 15 year old girls on their sexual sexual yeah. are you touching yourself yeah. yeah yeah it's a bunch of bullshit and it's mm-hmm. so harmful to kids well and the the really fucked up thing is that like i work with a guy that was a bishop and he got mm-hmm. taken out of that position and he comes over and he's talking stories talking shop about being a bishop mm-hmm. and he's telling us these stories these deeply personal stories yeah to like those us, are supposed to, to be confidential yeah. and he's yeah. like well i'm not saying names I'm yeah like, how much I, fucking work would it be for me to go okay you were a bishop at this time at this ward so i yeah. can find out that somebody about this age this girl came right. to you you know it's like it's not that hard to reverse engineer this thing man is it, but no, it's like it i'm not giving be. you names and i would never give you names because that's confidential i'm like yeah but the stories aren't you fucking hypocrite <laughs> god the details uh, uh, yeah i'll give you all the details but not the names yeah right no, name is, is kind of irrelevant at that point well, let's just put it this way: the this guy um, that I work with, he he is no longer allowed to eat at like Carl's Jr. Apparently, because of all the commercials. The, <laughs> so his wife trusts him what? less about eating at a Carl's Jr. because of commercials than. So it makes me wonder what well, happened when he was bishop. You know? Yeah, it's not like they serve <laughs> up a side of booby when you go to order a sandwich. Man. It's not like you order a burger and there's a giant yeah. like. Pussy just sticking out of yeah. it, like oh roast well, beef. I'd, you know? Yeah, I'd I'd cook a lot more. <laughs> I mean, if anything, you're just you're eating meat. Yeah, it's, yeah, uh, <laughs> not pussy. <laughs> the terrible fucking human being, and I don't I don't care if it ever gets back to him because I don't trust him as far as I could fucking throw him. God, especially when shit like that comes up, it's like come on, man, that's personal yeah. stuff. Yeah, that's wrong, wrong, wrong. So let's go ahead and get into our final features for the week, which is going to be our highs and lows. We've been kind of skipping it because we've been kind of going overboard at the beginning of the show talking about this stuff. <laughs> so usually we give highs and lows, stranger from a strange land or anything like that. But I'm going to go ahead and start with my high and low for the week. Uh, I uh, I spent all of last Sunday and a good chunk of my yesterday, which would have been Saturday, uh, playing arcade games with the kids and taking them on go-kart rides and going to the roller rink and all that shit. So. Uh, I just think it's great that like my oldest is now big enough that she can take the little ones on the rides by herself. And uh, and it's going to get more and more interesting as the summer comes along, because like I said, going to Lagoon, it's going to be good. Be like, hey, go on that roller coaster together. Like, I don't have to go. <laughs> Yay. Uh, my Are you lo- to the point where you get sick when you go on roller coasters? Uh, I only got sick like the last. Well, th- what happened uh, last season is that like. One of them didn't want to go on the ride, so I had to take one kid at a time. So it's like you get up, go up all these <laughs> the flights of stairs, take the kid on the ride, get down, trade out for another kid, go up the <laughs> stairs, go on the ride, come back down. And like each one of them wanted to do like these three spinny rides and everything. So it's like it's, mm-hmm. after riding the things like six fucking times, I'm just like, okay, I need a break for a minute. Fuck. Oh. <laughs> oh. But I'm I'm gonna try to convince the oldest one to go on Cannibal this year. Uh, go ahead and Google that people that aren't from Utah. But that's a crazy fucking roller coaster. It is a good one. Yeah, it is. It was good too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so my low for the week, uh, would be being a, a, you know, called out by someone who's gonna remain unnamed. Uh. Uh, but for those of us who have been fans for The Outcast from the beginning, you might remember we lost a few episodes due to a certain person at the beginning of the show. 
mm-hmm. when it first came out. So let's just say that certain people can't handle being unfriended on Facebook and they don't know how to, you know, approach people about that. You know, if I find out somebody unfriended, be like, oh, well, that's fucked up. I wouldn't like jump to PM and be like, hey, why'd you unfriend me? Is it some personal reason or do you think you just big into group <laughs> think? And I'm like, okay, yeah, you just earned yourself a block. So <laughs> I mean, that that's pretty good. If that's a low point for the week. I mean, I didn't really, I, I live a pretty privileged life. I don't have to worry. Yeah. About that's shit, not man. bad. <laughs> like, Oh, I got, I got internet <laughs> harassed. Oh, darn. I had to do that block. <laughs> it's like when I hear people talk about cyber bullying and stuff, it's like, you know, it's really easy to get away from that, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. They're bullying me so much on Facebook. Don't go to Facebook. Block them. <laughs> Block them, or I'm getting I'm getting uh, uh, oppressive tweets from uh, Twitter. We're like, okay. yeah, they, they have block there too. <laughs> Most social platforms have block features nowadays. People, it's not mm-hmm. that hard to get away from people. So yeah, that's it. That's really been it for me this week. I mean, it was kind of crazy going to the fucking went to the roller rink yesterday man and that, i still have those yeah, yeah <laughs> i don't skate <laughs> i never will i'll sit there by the side like by the neon colored carbon and be like okay let's go but uh i mean it's mostly like bounce houses and ticket arcades and it makes me really sad that my kids are never going to experience an arcade the way i experienced arcades as a kid where like you go in, you get a pocket full of quarters and you're like fuck yeah i'm gonna play shinobi i'm gonna play some turtles in time i'm mm-hmm. gonna go oh, play all these turtles in time i'm gonna yeah. go play all these great fucking <laughs> arcade games nowadays it's like you got you got these ticket redemption that shits where it's like mm-hmm. it's a clone of flappy bird <laughs> yeah yeah, I'm in that in-between generation, so I know what you're talking about, but at yeah. the same time, I have like the new stuff, and it, at times, the new stuff's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean, I'm not going to hate on new stuff, but like arcades that exist solely for the, the like ticket redemption, mm-hmm. I don't like that. I, you should have some sort of stand-up game where you can go and play Contra, or <laughs> you can go play you know, something, something right. different, like the Simpsons beat-em-up game or the X-Men game. <laughs> Any anytime I walk into an arcade, oh, they, they've got like the four screen X Men thing where it's like mm-hmm. you can play as all six people at the same time. Fuck yeah! But mm-hmm. that's that's rare. That's old. It is. Rare now. That's Dang. very rare now. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm dating myself. I'm an old guy. <laughs> uh, so what about you, Kyle? Ruben, what about you? Oh, oh. So it was a pretty good week. I I don't really have a low point. Um, Cheater. <laughs> I'm, God, I'm sorry. I guess low low point would be my 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 daughter turned ten. You're like, oh God, that's a decade. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was a it was a you know a week of going wow, ten years ago. Ten years ago, um, that was a horrible fucking day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which really it sounds terrible to say that, but really no, it was it was a. Uh, wake up oh hey we're in labor okay well we'll go to the hospital and do that thing that thing yeah. uh but no it turned into an emergency cesarean and turned into a really really long week um <laughs> which you look you think back on it and go wow that was fucking terrible I <laughs> don't ever like, that week turned into 10 years <laughs> fuck <laughs> week, yeah that was 10 years ago I remember thinking, oh, this is the hardest week I've ever had in my life. <laughs> How fucking privileged am I? <laughs> but I thought that was really hard. Uh, but no, it was, that was, 
I guess that was, that was a good high and low point. Um, I got to uh, got to see Zootopia. Yeah, I want to go see. I think we're gonna Zootopia go see that this was a that was a solid film. Really, uh, Disney's just knocking them out of the park. Yeah, Disney Animation, not Pixar so much, but actually the Disney yeah. Animation Studio has done mm-hmm. some amazing fucking work. The last couple of movies they've done. Yeah, this one is uh, it's it's actually a pretty sophisticated film for a for a kids movie. They touch on a lot of really really touchy subjects. Uh, they they racism, they touch on classism, racism, uh, social stereotypes, political corruption. <laughs> yeah, they re- they really go. So go is this at like, is this like forty eight animals, forty eight hours with animals, forty eight animals? <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, yeah, no, that's that's actually a pretty pretty apt comparison there. Except the fox is the Axel Foley and <laughs> the bunny, pretty is much, the, the yeah. straight guy, the the Judge Reinhold. Yes, I know who that guy's name is. Yeah, I'm like a month behind because I just saw Deadpool last night. Finally. I, I, I finally saw it like a week nice. ago. It was a good fucking movie. That's great. It is. Deadpool was great and is still doing very well. Yeah. Um, but, but Zootopia did really, really well. One of one of their highest grossing opening weekends for uh, for an animated film. Go furries. So I know. Yeah, <laughs> it's doing very well with the furry population. As, as it should, <laughs> as it should, uh, we've we've talked about it a little bit here on the show so far, but we had a really good episode of uh, of the Nerd Dome yeah. this past week. Go listen to it; it's a it's a really good episode. <laughs> it was a fun. That was a fun episode. Uh, I'm speeding and, Kyle along because your audio fucking sucks. Oh God, does my audio really suck? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's yeah. not anything oh. to do with you. It's your connection. Oh. It's like it sounds like you're you're gargling river stones while you're talking. Sorry, I'll, I'll spit the stones out. <laughs> uh, so, and also, I've gotten my schedule for Solid Comic Con's Fanex coming up. I keep lying to my kids which, saying that we're not going to have Comic Con until September. <laughs> I so, I will be, I don't have the schedule in front of me right now, but I've got three panels uh, this, this coming up, this coming convention. Uh, which so is I'll a light be, load. <laughs> that's a really, yeah, that's a really light load. Um, I can't be too disappointed though, because they're good panels. Are they bringing back Podcast Alley yet? Uh, not exactly. Got to talk to uh, what's her name, Taylor, about that one. Taylor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Never mind. Sorry. Anyway, uh, I'll be Sorry. I'll be putting I'll be putting that schedule up. So if you guys want to come harass me at a couple panels, you're more than welcome to. <laughs> but that's uh, that's it. Yeah. Well, that's okay. that's my week. Ruben, what about you, man? Yeah, I'll start with my low. Um, I've recently been put into a new position at work, and it's like a 50-50 split between roles. So one role is to be a business analyst, which is essentially um, requirement gathering for determining what programmers will make. The other half is a UX designer role. So we're interviewing lots of people and just kind of trying to make the user experience Mm -hmm. the best it can be. But our project should probably have like two full-time BAs and a full-time user experience designer. So to do all that work, I'd have to be spending like 120 hours a week working. Ugh. Ugh. And so since we don't have enough people, like I, I tried my best and <laughs> I did everything I could and it wasn't good enough. And it's like, that's technically my fault but and, at the same time 
And yet the CEOs still make 300 times right? what you make. <laughs> <laughs> so that was rough. I'll survive. It'll be fine. <laughs> Wish I could lie to you and say it gets better. But you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm late. I'm in my late 30s and like I'm just getting increasingly more frustrated. <laughs> yeah. Well, my so my high for the week is this week is kind of the week I've started to consolidate my strategy for being a content creator. So oh. I already I do the podcast, but Flying Spaghetti Mormon, it's so focused. Like I'm gonna I'm not gonna make money on this. Um but I've been focusing on writing a book or two under my real name, which I'm not gonna share here. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst thing about the pseudonym is I can't cross promote. Yeah. But uh I'm I'm working yeah. on alternate revenue streams so that someday I could quit my job and like do what I want to do. That's something so. <laughs> I, I constantly dream about right now. I'm, yeah. I'm even going through like the YouTube Creator Academy things, courses right? to mm -hmm. figure out how to game the system and everything because I'd rather do stuff like this. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. so much more fun. So like right mm -hmm. now I'm writing two fantasy books and a, uh, a nonfiction personal finance book. Oh, wow. And if I can get those that off is, the ground, that is buried. <laughs> yeah, those are... Those those are fun rabbit holes. Let me tell you. Right. <laughs> yeah, Kyle's in the middle of what you're 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 editing your own right now, aren't you? Yeah, I'm 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 three quarters of the way through the first real round of of edit and revision. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe maybe we should hook up and like trade manuscripts because it, it's helpful to get a different oh, pair of eyes on stuff. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, and I have to ask, uh, Ruben, like you got the show notes this week. Would yeah. you would you honestly think that someone spent that much time writing all this shit out? Even yeah. though honestly, it's about the, the same amount of stuff I write for my show. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Because there's a there's a lot of folks out there that just get on the air and they fucking wing it. Right. <laughs> well, we half don't the time wing it. Levi just ignores all my notes and just goes off and does his own thing. But yeah, that's Felicia. Yeah. <laughs> when we have to go give her, hey, blueberries, you're going way far off topic there. <laughs> Yeah. okay so that um that brings us to the end of the show uh ruben we're gonna definitely have you on again as a mulligan because everything mm -hmm. got fucked up and <laughs> oh yeah i'd uh. be happy to join again it was fun <laughs> so that does it for us this week we're off to go record the uh, the utah outcast secret patron show for all you patrons out there and uh if you too would like to join us on the other side go to patreon.com slash utah outcast and select a level that you would like to support the show at uh we offer many rewards to those uh who do including merchandise ranging from stickers to shirts and even shot glasses which you can also buy on cafe press so uh thanks to kyle and not felicia because she's not here for joining me <laughs> once again and a special heartfelt thanks goes to ruben for coming on the show this week uh your outcast will catch you again next week with a brand new episode but until then you're welcome good night everybody and fun we there you go thanks for sending us out on that one ruben you got anything you want to say thanks for listening <laughs> okay, we'll catch you. Next I'm time. too drunk to say anything witty anymore. <laughs>
Yeah, because I'm not even getting any video now. Like, like YouTube, no video Skype has yeah. just decided that it's going to take a big, gigantic, greasy shit all over everybody. So YouTube listeners yeah. out there, it's not our fault. We all have functioning computers. We all three of us work in mm-hmm. the IT world. We yep. know what we're doing. It's just decided <laughs> that it doesn't want to. We promise we know what we're doing. It doesn't want to work for us. So with that, we're going to try to get into as much as we can. I mean, we had a couple more... Um, we're in the middle of talking Glenn Beck and his plan to stop Donald Trump, but. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money. Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money. Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. 